You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. Hello, Once Upon a Time fans. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another after show right here on After Buzz TV for Once Upon a Time, of course, season two, episode eight, titled Into the Deep. I'm your host, Kathy Kelly, and sitting across from me are the lovely... Hello, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafi. And I'm Tiana Hobson. And overall thoughts for tonight's episode, what did you guys think? I liked it more so because uh, this episode was actually linear. Yes. <laughs> and we could kind of follow along with the timeline. So It was yeah. weird that there were no flashbacks, though. I'm so used to it. Yeah, I was. I was happy that there weren't, so we could just focus on for one second, like, getting snow in Emma home. Yeah. And that was a good thing. After having a week off last week, I think it was a good way to kickstart being back. (laughs) I think that Kitness and Horowitz have um, decided that they can only include three different worlds in each episode. And right now they have Storybrooke, they have present day Enchanted Forest, and now they have this nether world or whatever, (laughs) the dream world. So it's, it's hard to keep track if you have four. Yeah. So it was good that it was very centrally focused on, like, the family and there weren't too many outsiders getting involved. Yeah, definitely. Well, I guess the first topic for tonight is the whole, I guess, betrayal. Hook, we don't know what side he's on. Is he helping Emma and Snow? Is he helping Cora? And tonight we really found out where his allegiances lie. And, um... We're all under the impression that he's falling for um, our Emma, but by the end of the episode, we realize that may not be the case. And um, Cora is very angry at him because she thinks that he lost the compass. What did you guys think of what her punishment was for him? I thought he got off kind of easy because, I mean, it is Cora. She's known to grab a heart and <laughs> kill people know, and kill people so yeah. you know losing the compass and the best kind of punishment she had for him was to you know not let him come over to storybook but he gets to live mm-hmm. i agree yeah that wasn't an, an easy out but you can tell how upset hook was once he heard that he's like no i gotta get out of here and when he heard that he couldn't go back he was like okay this is that's a serious punishment for him i mean it's the mentality where life in prison is worse than the you know getting executed because you have to live with it your entire Mm -hmm. life he has to live with knowing that he can never exact revenge on rumpelstiltskin he can never go back to or he can never go to storybrook yeah 
<laughs> I didn't think of it like that. Guys. I mean, <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know, I expect Cora to, you know, really act out like she usually does. So I was just expecting her to kind of at least rough him up a yeah. l- little bit. I thought that at least she would do something so that he couldn't help Emma and Snow. Yeah. You like, know, have him tied up somewhere because just because you say he can't go doesn't mean he still won't try to find a way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless. Well, we <laughs> thought he was um, straightened out and going to help our heroines, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hook says that he'll prove himself and um, he will end up helping Cora get the compass back, which I didn't exactly believe, but I guess it's true. I just don't want to believe it. Part of me still doesn't... He's just one of those guys where you never know where it really is because he could end up switching sides again. He's a pirate. Yeah, he's a pirate. They're they're going to go for. You can't trust him because you never know who he's going to go with. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um, I like to think he's still good though. There's some good in him. Yes. I want him to be on our side. Right. <laughs> I do too. I was good. I was hoping for it. And I was hoping that the only two villains this season were going to be Cora and King George. Yeah. Man. I I, I thought that Rumpelstiltskin and and Regina would be better and help us, but Regina's getting better, hopefully. Yeah. A we, little bit. We just don't know about Hook. I think there there would just be the that power struggle if there are too many bad characters you know who's the real villain yeah of the storyline yeah you always have to have a villain yeah there's too many right now <laughs> though um but Korra gets even more evil and I guess awakens some zombies that was weird I didn't really get that but yeah I don't know why she awoken like they were the same bodies that we saw um, when Snow and Emma first meet Hook, because mm-hmm. he's buried under all those bodies. It's the same bodies, but we didn't really... So those are the yeah. bodies of the people who the have village. been living yeah. in the yeah. little village. Yeah, I thought it was weird, especially since she said she was leaving you know, Hook behind to go do it the right way. And her right way was awakening, going straight to get these zombies up to, I guess, go steal the compass for mm-hmm. her, which didn't end up working out again, but... It was yeah. just another attempt for Cora to try to, you know, stop Emma and Snow with the zombies. Yeah. I mean, it, I thought it was cool because it we're finally realizing all that she can do with these hearts. She can control people. She can control the dead. Um, well, if they were really dead. Uh, but, like, she she has so much power. And we're learning every episode how much power she actually has. And maybe she is truly more powerful than Rumpelstiltskin. I mean, that was a huge fight this entire episode. Who is more powerful? Who do you guys think could win? Um, I think they're really equal in, in a way because Rumpel, he's very uh, confident that Cora, that Cora can't be him, but he's... Again, you can still see Rumpel's pretty serious about it, and he wants... He, he's like, uh, yeah, she is a serious matter. We have to take care of her. But So I think they're on like the same playing field. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretty even, and I liked what Regina told Rumpel when he was kind of 
a little cocky, like I defeated her before. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, but you have a weakness now. Yeah. Meaning Belle, because that's who he was sitting with at the moment. But I don't know. I kind of feel like Rumple is one of those people who, even if he does have a weakness, he's able to kind of like block that out because and make the right choices still or the right choices for him still, even with a distraction like Belle being there. Yeah. I feel like maybe it won't be too big of a distraction for him to still take down Korra. Even Bay wasn't enough. Yeah, even Bay wasn't enough. And I mean, in protection of his true love, you know, after he already lost his son, I think he really would be focused on like, I'm not going to lose her. I'm going to beat this woman. Yeah. Yeah. Rumpel has the ability to compartmentalize. Yeah. That's the word. So maybe with (laughs) Rumpel's weakness, the student, Korra, can surpass the teacher in power. You think? Yeah. We've it's, seen it before. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Yeah, but hopefully not. True. <laughs> there was um, an interesting line in Storybrooke and um, an exchange between Rumple and Regina once they asked Rumple for his help. Uh, Rumple said, "But she was dead," referring to Cora, and I found that very interesting because we always assumed that. Um, Regina just banished Cora to some land. We never, like, we saw her go into the mirror. We didn't really see much more of that interaction. And so they both assumed at some point she was dead. And we don't really, we're not really aware of when this fight happened, but um, they, you know, assumed that they saw a body and I guess she was just playing dead. Well, that was the interesting part because... Um, Rumpelstiltskin said to Regina, or Regina said, I saw it. You mm-hmm. know, like, she saw the dead body. So, I don't know, maybe she was able to, like, move her soul out of something, some sort of deep, dark magic that Cora was able to do to kind of still be alive, but appear dead. I don't and know. Yeah, maybe it's something Rumpel's never seen. Mm-hmm. And wasn't it Cora that said that, um, you know, if your spirit leaves, it can come back. Yeah. We're learning so. more about souls and how, you know, souls can Soul leaves, yeah. either be taken by a wraith. They can be taken, um, you know, by a sleeping curse. So maybe, you know, Cora put herself under a temporary sleeping curse. I don't know if she had a true love to wake <laughs> her up. Yeah. But or maybe she was able to control a w- a wraith and you know have her soul sucked from her temporarily but it seemed like she um was dead enough to or you know be able to play dead enough where she could fool two of the most powerful people in enchanted forest yeah i want to know more about this wraith and the souls can go to another realm Mm -hmm. because i mean as confusing as that sounds it also could mean a lot of things like Philip's yeah. not dead and I, there back. are more souls out there. Yeah, there's more souls out there that could be coming back good or bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just opens the door for a lot. So I kind of want someone to dig a little deeper cuz Aurora didn't really pounce on that information when it was given mm-hmm. to her. She I never thought that Prince Philip was actually dead though. Yeah, no. I I had a feeling he would come back. Yeah. So Characters always come back somehow. (laughs) I'm sure the show is going to get, you know, renewed for a fifth, sixth, seventh (laughs) season. So I'm sure we will see Prince Philip at some point, whether it's a flashback or they bring him back, they bring his soul back. Um, 
But yeah, I, I do agree that that's really... They need mm. to elaborate on that. Just a little bit. And I mean, it was like one sentence there. And that's what really, like, my ears perked up. And I thought I was going to get a little bit more. And then yeah. it just moved right past that. Yeah. And it, I wonder, um, you know, we've learned a little bit about the hearts. But we haven't really learned how they... Um, are completely able to work, how you're able to control people. Is that someone's soul or is that just a way to, you know, steal someone's heart? And And how come sometimes when you take the heart, the person drops dead and other times like Aurora's case, they're still up and walking. Even Sheriff Graham from season one, Mm -hmm. they're around and walking and talking, even though their hearts aren't there. But then those zombies were dead, but their hearts were out. It didn't make sense to me either. Yeah. yeah. I, don't I wonder, what, maybe is there a different technique in taking out the heart? One's like, you fall down dead. The other one, you keep walking. Maybe it's the intent for taking the heart. Like, you, since you can control them, maybe she just takes it out and it looks like they're dead. And maybe that's how she was able to play dead. Or just, I don't know, taking her own heart out. Hey, mm-hmm. which would, with your theory of who the Queen of Hearts is, yeah. that you have been saying all season her taking out her own heart i still think why not that could be the start of the queen of hearts yeah Yeah. she took her own yeah she took her own so maybe someone else couldn't take it yeah to just you know destroy her see Mm. yeah well she takes out the hearts of all of those village men and they become zombies she's able to control them and she sends them to do her dirty work and get the compass back from Emma, Snow, Mulan, and Aurora. Meanwhile, Aurora and all of them are trying to, you know, go back to this dream world and communicate with Henry. I mean, that's cool that they can communicate. (laughs) Um, And, I mean, they talk for a little bit. Yes, minus the fire, (laughs) which I didn't really get. I thought that Henry could control that at this point. Yeah, and he didn't. (laughs) Yeah. I I thought he would control it too, but it's still, you know, engulfed in flames. Yeah, I thought he could control parts of it, but I feel like everyone kept saying the deeper down in the sleep that you go the harder it is to control and the more dangerous it gets yeah so maybe Mm -hmm. that's why he couldn't it got a little out of control because for there was moments when it was a little calmer and then moments when it was spiraling a little bit out of control yeah for sure yeah um but i mean they were able to communicate at least some and while it did get disrupted um they knew something had to do with Rumpelstiltskin and they knew that they needed to go back. Um, But the zombies attacked and stole Aurora. Aurora. (laughs) So much problems, I swear. She's in the way most of the time. Besides her her having these dreams is like the first thing that's made it okay for her to be around and then you have Mulan over here who's like no you shouldn't be helping them you know they're strangers and I'm supposed to protect you that's what I told Philip I would do and Mulan is a warrior princess and Aurora is this (laughs) dainty sleeping talk about the odd couple yeah (laughs) (laughs) but at least Aurora is contributing you know, she she wants to help out. Mm-hmm. So, and we really saw once she was captured where her allegiances lie. She is tempted with the information that Cora gives her, saying that she can bring back her true love. She can bring back Philip, and Aurora didn't bite. 
Like she said, you know, I, I'm not as stupid as you think I am. Like I, I'm here to fight. I am here to fight you. (laughs) And that actually might've been really stupid because Cora (laughs) knocks her out. (laughs) With a wave of a hand. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was really awesome to see her stand up to Cora because you have all these warriors and fighters who kind of, I mean, Captain Hook, he's easily swayed by anything and he's supposed to be kind of like a badass. But then you have this Aurora come up and she's like, no, I'm not doing, I'm not going to sway just because you say one thing, you could mean another. And it was, I mean, her being such a quiet character that doesn't really fight physically, her standing up to Korra in that way was kind of, her being a badass. And yeah. I, liked yeah. It. I was like, all right, Aurora. She's finally gaining some balls. Yeah. <laughs> so to like, speak. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Cora then says, um, she gives a trade to the girls. She says that they can trade the compass for Aurora by 7 p.m. or by sundown. And um, Aurora says she doesn't think that the girls will come for her. She doesn't think that Snow and Emma would trade her life for a compass. And Cora says, you know, you don't know these girls. <laughs> they they would never give up an innocent person. So, And I like that she said that because that in lies and, you know, that defines good and bad. Cora wouldn't do that, but she knows that Emma and Snow would. Mm-hmm. So there's the difference. Of good and evil. Yeah. They wouldn't leave someone behind, but that doesn't mean that they would trade the compass for her life, yeah. necessarily. They're going to try and think of a way to get both things yeah. for, and not have to lose one of them. Didn't you think it was weird um, when... Cora sends this bird and of course Snow White can speak bird (laughs) just like all of us (laughs) well what's funny is that for a second I was like wait the bird's gonna deliver the message and then you know seeing the bird on Snow's shoulder then it kind of made sense just from the Snow White movies with like the birds like with her singing and the animals all just coming to help and stuff but it was still just really random because it hadn't been pointed out at any other point. Yeah. And then to point it out in this way, it was kind of like, well, since when does she <laughs> speak bird? bird? Yeah. Um, people also mentioned a lot last season, and I guess this season as well, that there's always um, a black bird behind Regina like in Storybrooke, mm-hmm. like you could always know that she was an evil person because of these like black birds. So it looks like Cora has a link to those birds as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like the black birds. It's a symbolism of evil. Yeah. I would see like yeah, black ravens, ravens yeah. or crows. crows. Yeah. So. They're always that evil. That makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so um, surprisingly enough, Mulan is the one who really, really wants to save Aurora. I mean, she said the only promise that she really made to Prince Philip is that she would keep Aurora safe, and she's not willing to break that promise. So at this point, is Mulan just really a woman of her word? Or, like, I know we were all a little bit confused with her and Prince Philip's relationship while Mm -hmm. Aurora was asleep, like, what drives you because she doesn't know aurora just like she doesn't know snow or emma but she's more loyal to aurora 
But I think um, Mulan, she knows camaraderie and she knows what, like, you fight for the people, you know, who you're working with and just that that partnership. So I think Mulan definitely had good intentions to try to save Aurora. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I th- I think she I think she question. does. I think that they've they've built up a friendship over the past, yeah. you know, however many days it's been. I don't I can't keep track of time anymore. Right. Um over the past few weeks of the sh- the story, we'll say. <laughs> past few episodes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um but one of the other notable things to mention during this episode is that both Henry and Aurora both have burns after their their latest trip to this never world or this dream world. Uh, I I thought it was interesting because, you know, we see Aurora get burned and I automatically thought, well, if she's getting burned, then Henry can get burned too. And we saw that. Well, we so. saw Henry got, got burned at the end of last episode, mm-hmm. um, which was the very beginning of it. and Or was it? Two episodes ago? Yeah, two episodes, two episodes ago, because yeah. he got um, the necklace, and then he really didn't have that problem anymore. But he's forgetting to use his necklace, <laughs> and he's getting burned. <laughs> um, but Mulan sticks up for Aurora at that point. She says, I'm not letting you go back in if you're getting hurt like that. So it, it does seem genuine. Um, or you know, Some <laughs> feelings are genuine, whether she's doing it for Philip or she's doing it because she does really care yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. i don't know i don't know there's just something about mulan that's bugging me right now and i can't put my finger on it i agree too like uh, there's just something that's it's genuine but then it's something something underneath you know because my other oh sorry but my other question is just why are they still with Snow and Emma if they don't really if mulan doesn't really care what happens to them when she doesn't want to help them any further then why are you two still with them mm-hmm. because no one's forcing you to stay with Emma and Snow anymore Mulan so you and Aurora can go off into happily ever after if you wanted to Yeah, there's no tie to keep them there unless she has an ulterior motive people have been saying like I've heard some rumors that Mulan is bad but the way that this episode played out, I would actually dispel those rumors because it didn't seem like, um, I know we're jumping ahead a lot, but at the end of the episode when Aurora is kind of under control of um, Korra, I mean, they wouldn't need to control Aurora if they were already controlling Mulan. Yeah. If they already had an alliance with Mulan or if she was evil, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So I agree. I think she just is different <laughs> than we're used to. You know, she is um, a heroine, but she doesn't always. She has her own motives. You know. Yeah. She's she's not. Um, her main goal isn't to get back to Storybrooke. It's just to defeat Cora uh, like, or defeat evil in general and keep Aurora alive. Okay, so maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. she's just still really pissed off that Cora. <laughs> Um, got her with the whole Lancelot thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. tricked her for all those years thinking that, you know, she was friends with Lancelot and it was really chorus. So that's, she's in it for revenge of that. I think yeah. it might. That's what we'll go with. Yeah, I think it might also be um, just a warrior in Mulan, you know. she She's always there to fight and she doesn't, you know, 
won't always know who to trust so she always has that barrier mm-hmm. and that might be why she seems a little shady here and there because she doesn't know who to trust if she can trust you know hook apparently not or like <laughs> anyone you know just just may, i think might be just for protecting herself yeah well I guess we'll find out <laughs> over the next few episodes, hopefully. Um, I want to mention uh, their quest to find these poppy seeds so that Snow can actually go back to sleep since um, Aurora has been captured. But before we do that, I just want to mention very quickly, um, if you're not watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com or watching us on YouTube, you can actually subscribe to us on iTunes and download our podcasts. Um, Just go to the iTunes store, type in AfterBuzzTV, and you can find um, all of Once Upon a Time's podcasts as well as we have like almost 50 other shows a week. So if you watch anything else on TV, we probably have an after show for it. And then also um, rate, comment, subscribe. Uh, Rating us really helps us. We read all of the comments and we're always trying to improve for you. We have a whole new panel of hosts this season. So uh, make sure you give us another listen if you didn't listen um the season yet if you used to listen listen to the first season's podcast um and then i just want to give a quick shout out to all the people who did um rate us and leave us some comments this past week we had um kk gardner gave us a great rating um and then also uh had a really cool prediction yeah they mentioned something about 815 and we know that 815 (laughs) is a huge number in uh the Lost series and in um, Storybrooke, and it's the the time that's always shown on the clock or was shown on the clock before it started moving. And K.K. Uh, Gardner said that uh, the meaning behind the town clock could have been something to do with Peter Pan because when Peter Pan, Wendy, Michael, and John fly across London, they land on a clock which says eight o'clock then peter pan makes the clock read eight fifteen, and they all fly to neverland so mm. that was something uh written to us by a fan yeah. so thank you so much for that, that because a really yeah. good catch too none yeah. of us caught yeah. that. that um and then also a quick shout out to sir archibald <laughs> and um edge 323 uh they all gave us comments and reviews and they were all very nice. So thank you so much for uh, rating and commenting because it really helps us and brings us up on iTunes. And then um, we're able to bring you these great shows because we really do love feedback. And whether it's good or bad, we always love to hear it. Um, also on YouTube, we love to keep the conversation going all week. So if you have any questions or comments from this week's episode, make sure you write them on our YouTube page. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Back to tonight's episode, though, (laughs) after that brief (laughs) commercial, I guess. Um, So Aurora, or I guess Aurora's not there. Aurora's captured, so Snow, Emma, and Mulan go on a quest to find the poppy seeds because Snow knows that she can go back to this dream world if she's in a deep deep enough slumber. Um, So they go and they find these poppy seeds, and... um, during that time in Storybrooke, David decides that he can't let Henry go back under the um he can't let Henry go back into this room because he's getting he's hurt. getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Um Henry says he wants to be a hero, but 
they all think he's too young. <laughs> and um, the only way that David can go there is to be under a sleeping curse. So Regina gets to work on a potion and um, they enlist the help of Rumpelstiltskin who has his, what is it? The spinning wheel or? Yeah. yeah. The spinning wheel. Spinning wheel. Spinning wheel. That, that sounds spins, weird. Yeah, straw into gold. <laughs> the spindle. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> it all sounds weird. Uh, but yeah, from the, the tale of Rumpelstiltskin and we all know that if you prick your finger on the needle that you'll fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Who knew that that's the old way of doing it and you really do need magic to have that happen. But but they dip the needle into the potion. Yeah. Into the potion. Exactly. Into the curse that Regina was making. Which I and sorry to go back a little bit. I, I thought it was interesting how Regina was um brewing that uh potion so what formula, whatever, um, in front of Henry, like wide out in the open and so she i think it's just interesting how um you know she did that i mean she's using her magic for good now so i don't think she feels the need to hide it yeah as much i feel like maybe henry walked in did he walk into the room while she was doing it yeah and you know i mean he was very you know honest with her he was like Mm -hmm. oh so you know like how's it been have you been using magic and Mm. she was open with him with you know no except for with Daniel and then now and you know he brings up that she's using it for good yeah which I think she kind of liked in that way of like okay maybe I am getting back on Henry's good side because he's seeing me use it for a different way yeah I just like the openness yeah she's okay with it now well the fact that she is using it for good and not only for good but to help him potentially get his mom and his grandma back yeah. like I think she kind of wants him to see her in a better light and showing him that she's helping him out I liked how scientific it all was you know with like all a the chemistry, yeah, set. Was like a chemistry <laughs> set here because in fairy tale world you know it's just like a wave of the hand or you know yeah a giant pot yeah but it's not all like oh it's a kim lab guys sorry <laughs> felt like we were work for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> breaking bad or something for a second <laughs> um but yeah so she makes this this sleeping potion and um they put david under and uh the the catch i guess is that um not only will he be going to this other world he will not end up in this red room of doom um he will be in some other place and he will have to find this room um where he thinks he'll find aurora or 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 snow well he didn't know that snow was or i guess he he did he 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 had a feeling yeah because he said that oh because um aurora got taken out yeah and so they assumed she was captured from that so he he knew that Snow would step up and yeah, and I loved how both Snow and Prince Charming both figured it out. They were like, "Oh, I can go," and mm-hmm. you know, Snow can go, like vice versa. And I was like, "They're they're on the same wavelengths." Yeah. True love, yeah, true. true love. But but Snow really didn't think at first that she was gonna find David there. She thought she was gonna find Henry. No, yeah. and. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I loved how David such figured a sweet it out moment too. though. Yeah. yeah um, so. David and Snow both go to sleep. Uh, David has the necklace 
Snow uses her poppy seeds. And um, David finds the room, but in the process damages the necklace. So he can't control the room at all. And um, he ends up conversing with Snow and it's such a sweet moment. I mean, I think we were all about to tear <laughs> up. Um, they're finally reunited. And he jumps through the flames to, to go see her. Um, I'm turning into a schoolgirl right now. Um, I love it. But uh, very cute. it's not a happy ending. No, because it's no. like right when they go to embrace, it's when they kind of figure out that, you know, the netherworld, they're not really there, so... They just keep moving through each other. It was like it's ghosts. just their souls. Yeah, yeah, their, yeah souls. their souls. So souls are nine cut they can't oil. touch or anything. That was so sad when and that happened. David's oh, stuck right. there. Yeah. So David Poor is thing. essentially stuck in this in between worlds or in this dream world until Snow can get back to Storybrooke, which is indefinitely. We really have no idea how long that's going to take. We don't, and yeah. he. Doesn't and I don't think he can have a gauge of time in this fiery room mm-hmm. um, because when everyone else was asleep, they were just in like darkness, right? In the room where he started out mm-hmm. before he broke through the floor, or whatever. So I mean, there's got to be a difference there between spending your time in the dark versus spending it in the in fire. fire. He can get pit. hurt. I mean, yeah. we've yeah. seen it in Henry's case and Aurora's case. He can get severely burned if he, you know, missteps. And who knows? I mean, he could potentially die in there. Yeah, that's what I'm scared of. That's not good. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they'll start seeing, like, if his body in Storybrooke will start showing the burns Mm-hmm. all over him and maybe if there's a way that they can sort of like start to well, nurse the wounds well, there Rumpel. that will Rumple's still there and cause he healed uh, Henry Henry's when arm. he had burns so if yeah if David shows the burn marks you know Rumple could probably potentially it, save him throughout the whole thing yeah I just hope that it reflects back to yeah in there too yeah that the burns will go away well <laughs> Just another way they're sucking us in. Like, nothing can ever go right. There always has to be one wrong. uh, Just to get us hooked for a couple more episodes. Hooked? Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I liked how in the fire room, too, uh, when Rump... Or not when Rumpel, when David tell snow you know oh you found me and she's like you found me but you know we also always lose each other Mm -hmm. and that's so true with those two it's like every time you think they're finally getting together yeah someone gets lost apart yeah Yeah, literally within seconds because we saw in season one like when snow found david like two seconds later he david gets captured it's like that give him a break the joy division song level terrace apart (laughs) (laughs) do uh, do you remember that no No. maybe just me okay well um (laughs) they can't be together (laughs) Um, (laughs) frustrating but it makes it interesting because if they're always together then they're like oh there's nothing really to follow yeah that's true yeah i guess they had their time before the baby that they actually it keeps us going it's like something we want to keep rooting for will they find each other again (laughs) i think they will Um, always find each other they always you could see how upset snow was when she wakes up Mm -hmm. like crazy 
Dead. <laughs> I think I'm trying to find some more poppy seeds. I don't think she remembered what she went in there originally for to get mm-hmm. the information. She was just like, I need more. I need more. I have to go back. He's there alone. He's there alone. And she knows what it's like. She went through that. And she mm-hmm. knows, you know, when you finally are awakened, the kind of repercussions, the mental unstableness that happens when you come back from that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being the that's her true love she wants to go save him but then the only way to save him is to go back to Storybrooke yeah to get back you gotta go true love gotta go find that ink yeah yeah crazy (laughs) (laughs) um so when Snow does wake up they realize that Mulan has stolen the compass and for a second I think she's evil but then I remember (laughs) that she's trying to um barter for Aurora and um, little does she know that Hook had let Aurora go Hook said um, Hook woke Aurora up and um, essentially said I'm going to let you go because Cora betrayed me I don't want to help her out I want to hinder her and um, I'm going to do anything possible to do that and let Emma know that our deal still stands if she lets me get back to Storybrooke I will help her in any way possible Yeah, I believed him I did so too. did I hell hath no fury and that's probably uh, why you know stupid girls believe anything right. I know I tell ya, they believe those pretty boys those pretty boys you look know. at you look through you and you're like yes I believe you hook but then you turn around and stab me in the back. I still don't understand why he's on Cora's side. And I guess we'll find out more about that next week since it seems like we might get some backstory. Um, and like Regina and Hook's relationship. Regina and Hook, yeah. Cora and Hook. Yeah. Um, hopefully it'll shed some light. Because it has to be more than just using her to get to Storybook, to get to Rumpelstiltskin, because he had the opportunity to use Emma and Snow to do the same thing. I mean, I'm sure they want to get rid of Rumpelstiltskin, too, so they wouldn't mm-hmm. mind him piggybacking with them. So yeah. there has to be a bigger tie keeping him to Korra. I think Hook just, he wants any uh, chance of getting back to Starbrook. So, like, if he sees possibility with Emma and Snow, he, um, he's going to want to be with them. But he also thinks court can help so like any ally that could get him back to Storybrooke in any way he'll keep close but I don't know I don't know I feel like he crossed the line when he he's clearly with the Aurora thing at this point allied with Korra yeah there's I no mean, going back I, I don't there. see him how he can give Korra that much of an advantage by giving her complete control of Aurora um and still be on the side of Emma. Because even if he did try to go back, Cora would know everything because Aurora would be there and he would have to either explain what he did or, I don't know, kill Aurora so that she couldn't be Cora's spy. Yeah. Something. And can we mention um, how Cora used Aurora's heart as a ways of communication? Yeah. That was yeah. interesting. That was I mean, she's new. controlling her. Yeah. And I, I think speaking, spoke for her. Speaking through the heart, that's something we haven't seen. Talk through the heart. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? I know, I was just like, you know, talking through someone's heart. Yeah. It's usually such like a romantic, like you're speaking to, like yeah. I'm speaking from the heart. 
Yeah. Is usually like something, you know, deep and meaningful. And now Cora is using it for evil. She's literally speaking through someone's heart yeah. to a whole new level. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we kind of knew that you can control someone with the heart just because I mean we've we've seen that with um Regina kind of and uh the sheriff last season yeah. not yeah. controlling him but she was able to cause pain mm-hmm. while she still had the heart and, and then crush it yes. yeah but I, I liked it how she was speaking through the heart that was just something new so. ridiculous yeah it seems so genuine coming from Aurora <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I guess Hook proved to Cora that he is her ally unfortunately and it seems like there's a whole mess of stuff that's going to go on next week. I mean, we have the winter finale, and I want to get into predictions, but first, I know we have some news and gossip. Okay, I'm going to do that. TV news. Okay, so news and gossip. Um, Adam Horowitz and Ed Kitsis did a TV Guide interview where they just did a lightning round of questions about what we can expect this season. And some of the highlights are that um, the Queen of Hearts, who we're meeting next week, they said it is possible that it's someone that we've met that we've already met before. So who could it be? I don't know. There's a lot of people who <coughs> Cora, <laughs> who still are saying that it's <coughs> not going to be Cora, but. But I'm Cora on Team Kathy here, yeah, and I think that it's Cora. Cora lo- means heart. A lot of people are saying that it's not Cora because um, if you look back on IMDb, a different actress did play Cora and or did play the Queen Which of Hearts, hearts. Um, mm-hmm. in that one episode. So yeah, but but we know. didn't even see. Like, I know the, we didn't see her face. Yeah, we so didn't see her face. face so, so it, it could leaves be it anyone. open for anyone could be it. Yeah. Um, this one is a little bit. Actually, the rest of it is a little spoiler alert, so don't listen if you don't want to hear. Spoiler um, alert! Spoiler so alert! So they have said that Jamie Dornan, who plays Sheriff Graham and the slash the Huntsman, will be making an appearance Aye. during this season. He just had shoulder surgery, so as soon as he gets cleared, he's going to go shoot his episode or episodes. They didn't say if it's going to be a flashback or something current if he's maybe not dead they didn't say anything they just said that he will be making an appearance this season also that this season Mm -hmm. bay will return this season it's happening (laughs) who's bay bay so maybe he's already returned and we just don't know Uh. yeah and so then my last bit um is they released two new episodes the names um episode 10 is the cricket game and episode 11 is The Outsider. Mm. So I kind of feel like uh, The Outsider might be when we see the return of um, Neil. Him, Neil. Yes. Yeah. I think that's when we might see him come. Does Outsider story. mean that he really isn't a, a storybook character? I don't know. Comes from the outside. Or is he Bay? Yeah. There's, <sighs> a, there's, a new pro- there's a new theory that Neil might be Aladdin. My, um. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I was like... I read it. And I don't I was like, like okay. that. There's a theory about it, but I was like, I don't know if I really believe that one because, I mm. mean, Bay has to be young. Well, I still think that Neil is a storybook character. I don't know yeah. if he's Bay, but I think he's someone. In the cricket game, yeah. that sounds like a uh, Archie Hopper yeah. kind of centric storyline. I so. I have heard that there's going to be um, more stuff from him. Okay. Yeah. 
And they Archie did say that goddess. at the end of next week's episode, The Queen of Hearts, there's going to be a huge um, cliffhanger. Of course. Uh, yeah. They, they just said once us. upon a time. Huge cliffhanger at the end of the winter finale. I thought it was bad that we had the week off last week. We're going to have, what, like three, four weeks off? Yeah. Not cool. I haven't even seen the date of the first episode in January. If anyone knows that, please let me know because I've been really trying to look at when the first date back after December 2nd is and I have found nothing so far. I'd imagine like middle January and yeah. January. I need, that's I need a specific date back. though. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know this kind of look stuff. Look up a Sunday in January. Yeah. <laughs> you need to Once mentally prepare for it. <laughs> oh um, my goodness. So I guess anything else that you have for news? That's that's wow. Okay, that's all I got. Um, cool. Well, this isn't once upon a time news, but I just want to mention because we have some AfterBuzz TV news. Um, it's not every day you get to say how hot your boss is on a <laughs> podcast, but um, our boss Maria Menounos is on the cover of Men's Fitness, and she is looking amazing, like smoking hot, stellar. Um, abs for days. <laughs> um, Marissa's been admiring a little too much. No, <laughs> I can't. Hey, she's an inspiration. But um, she's in the December issue, so you might want to go pick up your copy, guys. You'll love the pictures. Yeah. Girls, there's actually dating tips in there. So if you read the article or you just want inspiration yeah. for abs. Put uh, <laughs> the picture up on a wall and be like, July, that's going to be my body. <laughs> exactly. Beach bod. Beach bod. I need some inspiration. 2013 um, goals. <laughs> um, so predictions. One more episode left until our winter winter finale. Uh, I, you want to go with yours? You go with mine. No. That I mean that teaser had so much packed in it. Like I don't even know where to start. And that teaser made me realize something I didn't really think of. Um, we saw the well in Storybrook mm-hmm. that leads to Lake Nostos. Yes. That returns things that have been lost. Emma and Snow White are lost, are lost in, in whatever land they went to. So that will be a way for, hopefully, a way for them to get back. Yeah. And boom. Boom. So <laughs> I, off of that, I want to predict that they will get back mm-hmm. next episode, but maybe there'll be like a casualty of some sort or something like that and that will be like Not the cliffhanger no. that will be the cliffhanger but I want to say that they will wrap up this half of the season with getting us Emma and Snow home yeah they can't spend the whole season with yeah, them like, stuck come on half a season them see I I don't think that they will get Emma and Snow home just because that would mean that David would be able to wake up Unless the casualty you're saying is David, which I really hope it's not. Um, I just don't think that they're going to resolve that until the end of the season. However, we know that the episode's titled Queen of Hearts, so we're going to hear a lot more about about that. And maybe Jefferson will come back into play. It looks like a lot of people are going to be involved next week, and it's just going to be one of those big big showdowns of sorts that... Maybe they get home, but then there's yeah. a counter curse that comes through with them or something that the Cora's 
broken through <laughs> with or something. I the don't know. two lines that I want to mention is um, we saw that quick snippet of Henry saying something about you've killed them or you know like uh, you're gonna you're kill gonna them. kill them and we see um, Rumpelstiltskin using his magic and saying that no one what is it. Like, no one can no get one through can, that no alive. No one can come back from this, or, yeah, no one can get through this alive. I think Cora will be able to get through, and there's going to be a big showdown. Yeah, I think Rumpel, that Dave... Her are, and Regina. Yeah. To me, Rumpel has no reason for helping them bring people back, since he knows that... I mean, he knows that Cora's on the other side, and that's the only thing that could potentially take him down. The only thing he cares about, he has. Belle. So... This is true, so I think that's why Henry's going to have to fight both Regina and Rumpel to get them to not block it so that he can get his mom and grandma back. Yeah. And in return, get his grandpa back, too, now, because he's got no one. Yeah, his family is disappearing left well, and right. Well, he's got Regina, Regina. but... Yeah. Meh. Meh. <laughs> Meh. Does he really have Regina? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she seems nice for now, but... <laughs> Granny will adopt him. <laughs> Just God, go live with Granny. Granny was so cute this episode. <laughs> yeah, her her two lines was, was enough. Yeah. <laughs> She's awesome. So, so you definitely got a Granny fix. Yeah. yeah. Next week, we are going to try to watch the episode twice before doing our after show so that we can give you the best recap possible. Um, but in the meantime, if you have any questions, comments, want to keep the conversation going, feel free to tweet us. You can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. You can find me on Twitter at, at TweetTee22, T-W-E-E-T-E-E-22. And I am at Marissa Movies. That's M-A-R-I-S-A Movies. And you can find all of us on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. Next week, we will have hopefully an amazing recap for you um, of the winter premiere. So make sure to finale. tune in. Oh, winter finale. finale. <laughs> yes, winter finale. Um, make sure to tune in next Sunday night uh, for that. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.